Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Tales of the Buller. I'm very happy to say, well, actually, on this podcast, we've used the term legend a bit, um, and I have had quite, there's quite a few on that deserve that term, but I'm, I'm sitting, someone's opposite me today, I think, has gone to a whole new level on this. This is Philip Fit, Phyllis Fitz, who used to be Phyllis Lemon, who was extremely well-known in this region. She's responsible for starting Buller Basketball. She's responsible for starting Buller Softball. She was a teacher for many years. She is, and I'm allowed, I've asked her permission to say this, so she's at the ripe age of 96, and I can tell you, I've not seen a more sprightly 96-year-old. Uh, she's absolutely lovely. It's my pleasure to introduce Phyllis Phipps. Thanks very much for coming on, Phyllis. It's okay. It's great. So the first thing I'll just ask is, like, where you were born and where you went to school and just things you can remember of your early, early years. Well, I was born in Westport, a house in Westport that I went, I could still go to today and I went to all my life. And when I used to go to town, was playing sport and going to a dance or a ball afterwards, my bed was always there at this house. Growing up in Sergeant Hill was a great place to grow because we had the school, but we had the hall. And the hall was incredible. Going back to my days, it was the time of the war. So not only did we have weddings, farewells, welcome, uh, soldiers back, fantastic dues raising money, and Sergeant Hill was so well known or raising money for anything to do with the war. I know there was a Queen Carnival before me quite some time, but I do know that I was a parachutist in the Queen Carnival at the time of the war because I lived at Sarges Hill. I was on the, with the Transport Queen. And then after the war, I had my own Queen Carnival and I was the Air Force Queen because I was backed by Sarges Hill so much. We did win the Queen Carnivals and we had fantastic coronations and everything that was supposed to be done with the coronation, we did it for Sarges Hill. That's fantastic. It sounds like a wonderful place to have grown up. Yes, it was a wonderful place. It was close to the wonderful because when I look back, it was close enough. Well, I had to bike. I could go on the train to school, which I used to start with, go on the train to school. They were tough days. The train pupils were known for being naughty or wagging or whatever. So that was a problem as I was a prefix. But later on, of course, I biked all the time from Sargentville to Westport and until I came into Westport to live. So it was just automatic to get on the bike and bike. So that was that part. Another little interest in my bike when I was at training college 4445, a friend and I biked. We wanted to get home to Westport for the dance on Saturday night. So we left from Hamner rather than Christchurch and we biked on the old roads for the gravel. We biked from Hamner to Marawea, stayed at the big old lodge at Marawea. The next day we went from Marawea to the junction, Nangahoo Junction, and we stayed there because my friend's uncle was the station master at Nangahoo. 
So the next morning was Saturday morning and we were due to go to Eastport to get the, the dance Saturday night. Unfortunately, it didn't quite happen. So we knew we couldn't send a telegram when we got to Eastport to my friend's mother who was away up in Mathematica and didn't really know what we were doing. So we sent a telegram from Berlin's, which is on the Buller, between Nangahoo and Westport, we sent this telegram to my friend's mother, and they knocked on her door and said, telegram from Berlin's here, and she said, don't be stupid. She had no idea where Berlin's was or where where we were either. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good bike. That's a pretty good bike. It was a tough bike, it was, yeah. Old gravel roads and the water across the roads, you know, the little puddles that used to go across the roads. Yeah. Wow. And, and the bikes, they, they wouldn't have been all that flash because that was... Well, they were just tough old bikes. The, ne- the next year, because she lived at Matamata, she was at Train Dodge with me, I put my bike with hers going back from Christchurch to Matamata and we biked from Matamata to Rotorua Luckily, we got a ride on the truck. The next day, we rode to Taronga. Luckily, got another ride on the truck. And the third day, we went uh, Taronga back to Matamata. And I can still close my eyes and see the Waikato Plains when I'm standing on the top of the mountains up there riding my bike back to Matamata. That's incredible. That's amazing. Back in those days, it was. Well, I bet you. I've got a funny feeling. I remember talking to my father, and I've got a funny feeling that back in those days, the cars were tougher, the bikes were tougher because they had to be. Yeah, just pretty solid bikes. You didn't have all the gears. Later, many, many years later, I had gears, but not, not in those years. Right. No. Mm. So, what was your next move? Did you? When did you move into Westport? I'm just trying to think. Oh, I hang got... on a minute. You were telling me just before about your father and the land out at Sanders. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, that's why we lived there. Um, my father, we had this farm, and he bought the first Jersey stud bull from Taranaki, and he set up Jersey stud bulls, and Karamir followed him a lot, and there were still lots of Jersey stud bulls between Sardisville, but especially Karamir. And the first bull came down on the boat, and we got it and took it out home. And then Dad went to work every day and he had lots of men working for him and the Cawthorn Institute was paying and they were trying to make the the land into profitable land. But they didn't have any idea about what they do today, like with the turnings and all that sort of thing, that they've solved the problem today, but they didn't in those days. So Dad had all these people working for him and then the war came along. And then all that happened, but that's where they tried to break the the bottom of the parky land. Right. Yeah. Yes. And, and, so, and they couldn't. That was only quite recently. That it was it's only done. very recently here. The locals here have done it. Yeah, they, they solved the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And so what's, what's your next memories there, like moving into Westport? Or? Well, I just think that uh, you know, I got married in 53 and uh, – I had one daughter, and then I had been teaching primary school. And when I came back from training college, I had to teach in Westport. Uh, the first year PAE was 
South School, and then there was nowhere to go to. So, believe it or not, I went to Marawea. Now, Marawea, okay, I was the only single girl in the valley. Wow. So, you can guess I had to get out of there. Everyone was very nice, but that was the story. I was stuck up and couldn't play any sport, couldn't do anything, had to go up. In the rail car, I go on the rail car to Roofton, and then to get to my school in the Marawea from Roofton, I'd have to go on Reed's uh, cattle trucks. I think Reed's are still there, and I think they still got cattle trucks there. And I stayed with a lovely family in Marawea, but hardly ever got home, played no sport. So I got out of the Marawea, and the only, only place to go to was out at Seddonville. And Seddonville is about 30 miles out from Westport at the end of where the train went in those days. But I went on the bus. I used to go on the bus every day to Seddonville. It was a two-teacher school, very nice school. And I'd ride on the bus and come back to Sargent's Hill and go back to the Sargent's Hill house in those days. Yes. Mm. Wow, that was a fair bit of travelling. Oh, every old... day, long day. Yeah, long day. Mm. So, and, so what... Phyllis was a teacher for a long time, but that's not all. In fact, that's not even hardly anything. Yeah, there was... Well, <laughs> then I came out and got married in 53, had my daughter Julie, and about 60, 1960. Uh, yes, that must have been when the headmaster of the secondary school knew me, and he came and asked me to come and go and teach there. So there I did maths for so long, but then I did phys ed. For 30 years I stayed there because it was a lovely place because I'd been a pupil there, I'd been everything there, so it was just, just great to be there. Oh, that's fantastic. So you were a pupil there, yeah, went right through, came back and taught for 30 years. Had pupil, ducks and everything that could and be. And the ducks. Had not, the why, last. Am I, why am I not surprised, Phyllis? Good <laughs> <laughs> you know, on you. Yeah, probably not much opposition. Really, oh, anyway. come on. <laughs> that's a bit of humility there. Yeah. Um, so t- tell me about the, you know, going back. Tell me about the, the netball and how it sort of morphed into the basketball and how you started that. Well, way back in the sports days when I came back from, because in Christchurch I had learnt to play softball, probably at training hall, and I had learnt to play basketball at training hall. When I came back to Westport, they only played uh, netball and I managed to get in the bull team for that and we played in the... The New Zealand champs C grade we were, so I played in the bullet team for that. But it was 45, it would be, I think, so 46, 47, I got into basketball sort of thing and managed to get it started in the town and the players. And we had lovely halls in those days. We managed great support, amazing support. Because I often think with that basketball to think that, that's when I was involved with it, 45, 46, about 47, 48, officially 1950, when I think it, now today it is still strong, it still has wonderful people running it, and to think we've had strong people all those years to be running basketball in the Buller. It's great, isn't it's it? It's just an amazing record. Yes, but there's it is. very good, there's mm. great sports people here. Oh, I yeah, think. great. Always have yeah. been. Yeah. And, and just to reiterate mm. something there, because Phyllis is a very humble person, mm. Phyllis yeah. started the Buller basketball. That's that's well, what it was. Yeah, there was the odd person around who'd perhaps been to the war uh, and played a, 
a bit of it on the side or something, but not enough to, to I was, I'm a patron and a life member and everything. I got all that, of course, which is, you know, enjoy, I enjoyed playing it, of course. It travelled everywhere, yeah. It's fantastic. Did a lot of travel. Mm. So also yeah. softball was a big part of your life. Yes, I, I must have got into softball at, at uh, Training Holler and uh, we did quite a bit of travel with that. I, think, I was just thinking the other day that I think the last trip I did was down to Dunedin, I think, but I didn't need to actually play because there were enough in the team to win the game without me. But I have got the photos at home of me playing softball and everything like that. Yeah. So was that like was that when you started it? Was that one of the first softball teams in? Bond? It would be around Bully, isn't it? We used to mainly play Hokitika. We did play Greymouth very much, but I can remember we played Hokitika. We had that was the same as basketball. It was Hokitika and us were a lot stronger than playing other ones. Hmm. So you've you've had a great role in full of sport. I have, yeah, played a lot of sport. Yeah, then I played golf, but then my busted my fingers. So then I played bowls until <laughs> now. So now I'm life member of the goal bowls. <laughs> so what? How how long did you play golf for? Oh, no, I taught till 1990. So I couldn't play there. It was only after I retired from then. So it was probably only. A few years like that, I could go and play in the daytime, and then when my hand busted up, I took over bowls very well. Yeah. Yes, we haven't spoken about this on that trip back here, but the some people around the district were telling me that you're one of the most amazing Buller <laughs> rugby supporters. I, I was thinking the other day. I have followed Buller rugby since 1944. I can remember that because I went to training college in 45, 46, I think it was. So the year before I went to training college, I used to bike in from Sages Hill, watch all the Buller games, and then later on when I came back, my husband was a great rugby player, and we used to follow the All Blacks and did a trip away and did everything like that. But from 1944, at least, I have been following we used to bike in from Sages Hill, then I'd go to the dance on the Saturday night in town, then I'd go to that house where I had a bed where I was born, there was always a bed there, and then I'd bike home the next day. Yeah. So what what are some of the what are some of your favourite memories of watching Buller Rugby? Well, Buller Rugby seemed to be always the team to watch. They were so good and I wish I had a better memory of the the, the fullbacks and halfbacks that you remembered on those days, they, unfortunately, the old memory slips on names these days. But my husband, he was a very good rugby player. Well, he wasn't with me, but when he was, and he played uh, for New Zealand rugby into Egypt. So that was before he bit the yeah. But he was also a good basketball player, so we played basketball, both of us, yes. Oh, yeah. a sporting household? Yeah, we were a sporting lot, yes, very much so. And it's funny because I only had one brother, Harry, and he was a very popular fella and he owned the buses, his buses. And people knew him from one end of the place to the other because he drove these buses. But he had the first motorbikes that came to Westport and I remember out in the paddocks on the farm. You never knew who was going to come out of the paddock riding a bike around the farm, and that would be my brother with somebody with his motorbike. So he was into motorbikes, and I was into sport. 
which was quite different. Well, that's fantastic. Isn't yeah. It? But then you still go back to growing up on Sergeant Hill because there's so many of us the same age. We had sport night our dances anyway, apart from weddings and welcomes and all that. So there was always something going on in the Sergeant Hill Hall. So that made a big difference to what you did. Your life was busy. So how do you see some of the differences now with Westport? Westport's obviously quite a lot bigger than it was. Well, I think it doesn't matter where you are. You've got to do something to make yourself enjoy it. You don't just go home and sit back and think somebody else is going to help you do it. You've just got to get involved, and that's why I've been involved with so many different things. And uh, the group I go to lunch with on a Thursday, someone I've never met before, and they say love going out to lunch. It does make a difference if you make that effort. It does, doesn't it? It does, yes. So are you still following the Buller Rugby team? Well, no, this is the first year because although I live opposite the square, I don't think I could walk up the steps at over across there because there's not nothing to hand on to. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go and just sit on the steps if I went to Buller Rugby. So this is the first year at the moment that I've missed Buller Rugby. I could go this week, weekend or whatever, but yeah, just getting up that grandstand is a bit of a worry. So that's, you know... Mm-hmm. We're talking nearly 80 years of watching, minimum. Yeah, 1944 at least. Could be the year before that, actually, easily. So you, well, you, you are undoubtedly Buller's number one supporter. There. I don't yeah. think there's any competition there. No, there probably isn't. No, I said that the other day. I don't think there is anyone else been there that long. And we were on the Buller Rugby Supporters Club and we used to follow the Buller Seal teams like to Nelson and want to make it around and follow all those trips. Because yeah. the Seddon Shield is, is the big thing. It's it? the big thing, yes. Of course, mainly my husband was so interested in it too, yeah. And did you used to go over to Christchurch a bit to watch the games over there? No, we didn't. Mainly Seddon Shield stuff was enough. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you told me a fabulous story on the, in the car on the way here about two of your students. About, going, about your students doing the mathematics in university. Oh, yes, yes. I wonder if you'd just recount that because it's a great story. <laughs> well, I did more or less get on well with my students. I can picture one or two who weren't so good, but mostly they were good. And we, I was teaching maths and I used to teach by rhyme if I could. And this particular matrices came up. And I'd never heard of them. I thought, how on earth do I teach matrices? So I had a good look at it and I did the teaching of it and never found out anything for a while. But a couple of the boys went off to university and they couldn't wait to get back home to me because they said matrices turned up at university. And they thought, what on earth is this? And then they looked at one another and they said, tip the row beside the column, multiply and add. That's how Mrs. Phipps taught us. And they couldn't wait get to get back to tell me they worked at university. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> I just think that's the best story. <laughs> I wonder how many students you've had. That's 30 years of students. Yeah, I know. And they all speak to me now. And I think, who's this one? Who's... <laughs> You're not expected to remember uh, that many days. I, I did have one of the other one, which is the opposite. I don't know whether you want this tale. But he wasn't. I mean, if this tail gets out and he realises it, but anyway, 
But he, he wasn't the best student, and I think he knew he wasn't the best student. And I was very tied up with uh, Anzac Day because of my husband. We tied up with Anzac Day, and I was there this particular day, and this ex-student was standing at the bar having a drink, and he kept looking across at me. And I thought, hello, hello, what's going to happen this time? And sure enough, after a while, he came across to me, and hello, Mrs. Phipps, sort of thing. And uh, made such a great fuss and had to have a dance with me and everything like that because of days at school because he wasn't nice and that's when he wanted to be nice. And then he went back to the bar and continued having his drinks. <laughs> well, Phyllis, that's a really nice so story. It was nice of him. It was, and genuine. You can tell when it's genuine and that's the big difference. Yes. Well, that's, that's a great story. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to mind that one. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, he had to. He looked at me quite a while before he decided to come over, and he had to come over and have that dance. Yes, yeah. that was his conscience talking to him. Yes, that's what it was. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, anything? Any other memories that you want to that you can recount that have that mm-hmm. are stand out for you? Mm-hmm. Probably a million. It's probably hard. Probably to pay, a lot of yeah, I'd have to think. Well, I mean, well, here's another thing. Then, if I know in this modern world that we live in now, and there's a lot of pressure young people, mm. young couples. Mm. What advice would you give young people starting out in the world today? Oh, well, to give advice, I think you'd have to be out living amongst it and see the problem is to give advice, but there's always advice you could give about being faithful and, and giving time and friendship and don't think of yourself all the time for others around who need help. And just be there on the spot to help everyone, I suppose. That's pretty that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> just without thinking about it. No, but that's great. If that's from the top of your head, well that's that's actually yeah. lovely. So Well, I suppose that's what I've been doing. I've been on committees all my days and probably president or something other like that. Or with Rotary and Inner Wheel. We did a lot of stuff with all that raising money for Rotary and everything. We had great, great trips with them. So all that part of my life was great too. You've also kept incredibly busy by the sounds of Oh, yes. Yeah, well, there's always those things to do, yes. And and so because Paul mentioned to me that your community support is just yeah. crazy. <laughs> so what else was there? Like there's I've basketball, softball, teaching, rotary club. Yeah, rotary in the wheel. Yeah. Um, sports, I suppose, but I don't so did you ever, when you, you were doing basketball, did you take the Buller team away anywhere? Did you used to go on trips? Oh, yeah, we did go on trips often, yeah. North Island? Most, mostly like Hokitika, Greymouth. That was a, a yearly thing was Greymouth. Mostly in that area, Pipsy Nelson. Yeah, I can remember that. We wouldn't have gone North Island. We wouldn't have gone that far. That was a bit far then. No, although we did have big tournaments in Westport where they'd come from everywhere. I think I can remember that. And we were, we were a bit lucky with our halls, in that you'd have you'd have a good hall, and then something happened, you'd lose it and have to find another hall. <laughs> and oh. and I know I was on a on a uh, I've got a poem I have about this when we raised money to get a hall, the big hall in Westport. That was the one, oh. and we gave that to the town debt free. We we had a scheme, a pay packet scheme. I've got a verse on this at home. We had a pay packet scheme where people 
with their pay packets every fortnight or week or whatever, they would give so much out of their pay pack. But somebody had to collect it. So we, I think it was eight years, I think it was, that we had this group that we were around the town that they collected and we collected. Well, somebody had to collect it in the mm-hmm. end. Yep. And, and that's what the money was that we were able to give to the town, to give that theatre to the town debt-free. And when we gave it, uh, you, you couldn't have, like it was all right for sport, but it wasn't any good for music. But then we had um, enough money left over that when they turned it in for music, we could give that to the sound system. We still had that, gave it to the town. And that was all the money from the pay packet scheme. The pay packet pay scheme. Pay packet scheme. And I've still got the verse at home and I wrote on that and started that one off, yeah. That's pretty fantastic. It was a great one. It was. And all those people gave that money and didn't even notice it being given every fortnight. And that's how we collected it. Yeah. Yes, I've heard stories like this around here, around this yeah. region. Pay packet scheme. I was just looking at the verse the other day. I had if you look at it. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I think we've had a pretty good conversation here, Phyllis. And I just want to say to you and to all the listeners who listen to this, it's an incredible story. I mean, Phyllis here has started Buller Basketball. She started Buller Softball. She's and a, a more sprightly 96-year-old I've never met. And I'll, I just want to say, Phyllis, thank you very much. It's been an absolute delight talking. Well, it just feels that I've been here for so long and had such a good life in the Buller. It gives me pleasure without even thinking about it to talk about it, and it does give me pleasure. It's the end result of what we've all done. The support has been amazing. That's fantastic. That's amazing thing is the support. Yeah, yep. mm. you're well supported in what you've done. Absolutely. You, yeah, but you've but you've had to start it. First place to get well, I see. No no trouble. Somebody wanting to help you a long way, yeah. And even with the hospital here, I took the thing off Damien O'Connor to save the hospital, but no trouble at all for a group to support me to be had group. They just came out of the blue and they were marvelous. They just stayed it. We got that hospital as we got it, yeah. All from that that thing that I took from Damien O'Connor, yeah. Power of the people. That's amazing. Fantastic. It was amazing. Yeah, we got that support, and it was from Caramel to Pinnacle. They supported that the hospital one. That's right. Yeah, I got, actually read about that. And I was having a look at that on the internet. Yeah, that was we fasc- got all fascinating. That. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, I think on that note, we'll just we'll call it quits. <laughs> and once again, thank you so much. It's been really nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.